keep moving forward. Ooh. On today's episode of Is A Hot Dog A Sandwich, we will be playing Would You Rather. Welcome back to another fantastic week, a fantastic episode. It is a spicy one today. Jed, how are you feeling? I'm feeling good. I'm feeling energised. And that word you pulled out there? Spicy. Spicy? Yes, sir. Oh, the first would you rather okay. is going to be, let me lay it out for you. Would you rather the aliens that make first contact be organic or robotic? Can you, if, if possible, provide some background? Like, it do, is, is there like a movie that this is inspired by? Or is it just like off the dome? What are you, what are you so saying? This one, I feel like it's the whole, there's the Transformers thing. Yeah. Are they organic? Are they robotic? Where do they draw the line? Yeah. Um, there is the War of the Worlds. Yeah. Where they come crashing down. Yeah. There is Men in Black, where yeah. you've got kind of a mixture of everything. Futurama, all of these brilliant shows. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out who would I want to work, yeah. meet first. Is the Terminator a robot? Or is the Terminator an alien? Oh, shit. You, you're opening a whole can of worms. You know what? I'm a... Uh... Okay, thank you for providing that. That context is really valuable. So... It's an interesting one because, and this is, I should really not do this, but because organic feels more human, organic mm. feels more earth, right? Organic feels to me like it's just an extension of the animal species, right? Yeah. It almost feels like, oh, you could have evolved in this planet. Like, let's say it was like a shellfish being, which we've seen in like uh, District 9, yeah. for example, where they were like uh, shellfish and they call them the prawns. The prawns. Um, it's a great movie. Yes, yeah, it's, it's a wild movie. Um, <laughs> but it feels like, oh, you know what? You could have been evolved from if like, the Earth had gone in a different way. Whereas the robotic ones feel very, very foreign, very yeah. unconnecting yeah. too, right? And almost immediately, if I was to see like a robotic alien, I'd be like, oh, is it? Does it, is it beef? You know, I'd immediately I'd be like, is that a gun? Is your hand a gun? Because, you know, when I see metal, a metal thing, I'm like, I, I trust it less. Yes. And that might be due to my massive, massive, two movies like The Terminator, like The Matrix, where we almost connect uh, robots yeah. to being problem makers. The big, bad yeah. AI. I'm, yeah. I'm completely with you on that. I, Robot, yeah. back in the day with Will Smith. Woo! Just, even the most innocent ones are cold killers. But then we've got the wonderful robots, like Wally. Who's going around actively wow. making an effort to save the planet? Well, without Wally, humanity would be gone. Exactly. They're all fat, right? Maybe our first contact is on these last days of Earth, the last days of Earth where we're struggling, and they have seen us struggling. They've been observing from a distance, and they come to save us yeah. in a way that only robots can. They might be able to exist in environments that are too hot yeah. for organic matter to exist. But you're, then you're not accounted for Big Shack. Well, Big Shaq. Because man's not hot. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? As long as you got Big Shaq, it's never too hot. Yeah. Um, but if they're smart enough to know that we're in troubles and they can save us, they're also smart enough to maybe put a mask on. And it'd be like, oh, we're, we're not these robotic killing looking machines. We're actually friendly squid people from down the road. Do robots have a concept of looking weird to other things? Oh, this is philosophy. I love it. Because this, this is a very niche form of philosophy that yeah. really interacts with technology in a way that I do not understand in any way. I think, I think you can, it can be programmed to, to know what is human. Well, it, it can be programmed to know any set of rules, right? Yeah. So if you were to program a robot with a billion combinations of what is deemed acceptable viewing for a human, yes. then yeah, it would. But if it hasn't been programmed in that way, then 
then no, I don't so think so. All of this robot's content could be what is sent out over the radios, over like BBC oh. Radio, um, the World Radio Services. What if it sees Doctor Who yeah. and its concept of like robots to us are like the Daleks and they all come down looking like that saying, yeah. exterminate, <laughs> and we're here thinking, oh, you're just here to kill us when they're like, no, they're trying to save us. Yeah, they're just trying to be our friends. Just trying to be our friends. But actually, actually, that holds up, that holds up to a whole new kind of worms. Said that twice now. But the Daleks are organic aliens that yes. encase themselves in a metal shell to be robotic forms. Yes. Oh. So how do we discern between organic and robot? I think oh, the organic thing, like you say, I, I do think there is something to be said about it being more human. Yeah. Because we have so many wonderful, weird, wacky creatures on this planet already, it would not be a stretch no. uh, to envision these other creatures that we maybe kind of, maybe similar to some of our fantastical drawings, yeah. uh, coming to life. Them coming out of a spaceship, yeah. I'll have no idea how to do it. <laughs> um, and also, how it'd be interesting to see if they are in like a spacesuit yeah. or whether they just come down and like we can exist in all of these atmospheres because we're better. Than you. They better not do that. And they better not do that. If they come down and they're just wearing casual clothes <laughs> or their form of casual clothes and they're not in spacesuits, I'm gonna be furious. I'm gonna be like, we're literally here killing the environment, and you're still walking in like, oh, we got this, G. Ooh, another twist. Yeah. What if they only come down when the environment gets to a certain level of carbon dioxide in the air because they can only survive with a certain level of carbon dioxide in the air and like us warming it up is bad for us but it's good for them and they can come and save us. So we've made it habitable oh, for them. What if Green... Ha- oh, no, we can't. Because we'll give, <laughs> we'll give QAnon too much fuel. QAnon would start talking about this. Um, but no, I've made my decision. Organic. I think organic is the way. And also like, a part of me is feeling like the Avatar flavours. Like, they... <laughs> are almost humanoid looking, right? Yeah. I could have a conversation with a person like that, with a, with a being like that, and feel like we can talk and it not really be an issue. Yeah. With robots, I feel like, I don't know if I could ever get through the veneer that is that like metal casing. Oh, okay. So yeah, I, I'm going to go for organic as my final say. I think that's the perfect way to, to, to finish that one. I'll completely agree with you. Organic yeah. is just better. And also like, if it bleeds, it bleeds, and we can fight it. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. You're like self-defense at all costs. I like, I like that. You're always thinking good. Get out. You've got to get out quick, man. I like it. I like it. Okay. So I'm going to ask you a question. It's funny where our brains go. Uh, so I'm going to ask you a question, which is, would you rather okay. be a main character mm-hmm. in a sci-fi movie? Yeah. You know, we're thinking Star Wars. We're thinking Blade Runner. We're thinking Tron. We're thinking... Uh, Space Odyssey 2001 maybe not that because that's just a depressing movie really um, or would you rather be a main character in a fantasy we're thinking Lord of the Rings Harry Potter those kind of vibes right so one is a magical world another is a technologically magical world right Yeah. one potentially the bounds of the universe are endless one potentially the bounds of uh, surreal fantasy is endless Oh, that's a fantastic question. There are there are films on both sides that I adore. That you, you mentioned Lord of the Rings, mm. Harry Potter, mm-hmm. Star Wars is one of my favorite like series yeah. altogether. And then we also have stuff like um, the Avengers and the Marvel oh, Cinematic yeah. Universe, in which is kind of sci-fi. Yeah. Also, there's elements. It's of also fantasy. fantasy yeah. yeah, like Doctor Strange, kind of is way more fantasy than sci-fi. I I, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and some of the creatures that you get, like the creatures that live, for example, uh, in Wakanda, are yeah. fantastical in their, yeah. in their elements. I think. Me, and Shang-Chi. And Shout out to Shang-Chi. New movie that's out. And they have fantastical uh, elements. M- much more than sci-fi, I would say. Yeah. And yeah. great fighting scenes. Mm-hmm. So for me, I would say I'm leaning, I'm leaning heavily towards sci-fi. Yeah. Because we live in this, in this world where 
we, there are so many new technological developments yeah. and everything is progressing and we've had movies like Back to the Future where we've envisioned oh, these worlds Back to the with flying hoverboards mm. and I want that but I want that now yeah. and I don't know if my patience can go backwards to a world where I have to wash my face in like the river that might be like polluted <laughs> with, a, with a animal droppings or whatever um, whereas this sci-fi world, I'm going to other planets. I'm zooming through space, yeah. and in my mind, because I'm the main character, yeah. I've also got something else. Like I'm, a, I'm an Anakin. Yeah. I've got some. There's some quirk or trait about me that makes me incredibly skilled at something that creates a bit of chaos. Yeah, I'm with it. Oh, this is the problem. We're too similar. <laughs> All these would you rather are just gonna be us being like, yeah, yeah. I agree. <laughs> this, that's the end of the convo. You made all the points out. <laughs> what? Three things would you like about living in a fantasy world? So that's great. Magic is the first thing. Yeah. Magic is uh, uh, undeniably maybe the most incredible concept that we have. Yes. Whether it's real or not, I'm not up for debating that, right? But the fact that it even exists within our mind, within our lexicon, within the ether that we exist is so cool. The, the imagery that is created through magic and the wonder that's created through magic, even when it's something as simple as like a, a, a magician who like pulls a rabbit out of a hat, you feel that wonder, right? And it takes you to a place that only magic can. So magic is the first thing. Two is the scenery. Whoa. Fantasies have the best scenery. The mountains, bro, like in Lord of the Rings, when like they go into the elven forest and they open up to this lake and the buildings that are made of like white wood. It's incredible. So the imagery that is forged out of fantasy is brilliant. And I think the last thing that I really, that I find a lot in fantasy is camaraderie. Ooh. I feel like these magical times bring people together. Like I said, the Fellowship of the Ring, and I've quoted Lord of the Rings quite a lot here. Um, but the Fellowship of the Ring, th these nine souls come together, maybe more, uh, come together. And even when they're split up to just two people and seven people over this side, they're all forced on this journey together. And they come back together like their family, even though they haven't seen each other for like a year, right? And you see that time and time again at different fantasies that they, they really are, they come together through this magical experience. So yeah, that's what I would say. Top three things from, from fantasy. And to wrap up that one, we are both saying sci-fi, but oh, yeah. there are many magical elements. Of I wouldn't fantasy. be mad if, you know, <laughs> if I woke up tomorrow and I was in a magical land, I'd be like, yeah, this is the life. I also feel like if you're a main character in a fantasy, mm. you are more powerful than yeah. a main character in like a sci-fi, for example. Yeah. Because you're in a sci-fi world, everyone else has kind of, like they have something, they have a weapon or something that they, they can use or because they can travel across different universes, there are many substances they can access. Whereas in the fantasy, the protagonist often is strongest with the exception of maybe like uh, Lord of the Rings where Frodo is not but he's lost Frodo waste man <laughs> I still I'm never going to get over and spoilers for two and three of, of Lord of the Rings movies Frodo being boys with um, Gollum oh yeah I mean like, horrible to Sam Sam told him this isn't the one <laughs> Sam literally left his yard yeah. with him step for step carried him out of the water how many times whenever he got in trouble yeah. Sam was there yeah. Sam was his guy and this thing comes along and he's like, oh, I'm a bit sad. Uh, my life has kind of gone to rubbish because I'm obsessed with this thing that I'm going to kill you for. And Frodo's like, yeah, you can hang around. <laughs> what? And then tell Sam to leave. Sorry. Uh, yeah, that's a whole other, That's another day. We should do a Lord of the Rings review another day. Worst people imaginable. <laughs> Worst protagonist. <laughs> 
worst protagonist. Yeah, that's that's you know what? Before I forget, I'm gonna write it down. Worst protagonist. That's yeah. going in one of our episodes. Please let us know if you would like to hear that and how quickly we would like to hear that, as well as your thoughts so far. We've spoken about um, aliens, whether we'd like the first contact with aliens to be um, them presenting themselves as organic or robotic. Mm. We've also spoken about whether you'd rather be the main character in a sci-fi or fantasy world. Yeah. Next up, I'm I'm gonna take it to a bit of a, a sillier place. Um, we all exist in such a digital world at the moment and communicate in this digital world Mm -hmm. and originally we had um, just normal texting and then it went to text speech Um, and then these magical things came about called emojis and we had gifts and all of these things so my question to you is would you rather only communicate in emojis or never text at all Oh, that's that's an easy one for easy me. It's emojis. I use emojis in almost every text I send. Yeah. I use emojis in official emails at work. <laughs> <laughs> emojis are such a valid form of communication. I, I genuinely think emojis help people communicate when they have struggled to before. Could you only use emojis? 100%. Oh, yeah, 100%. Like, in pub quizzes, they used to do things where it's like, oh, guess the movie, yeah. and through the emojis. And I would score high. And because... Emojis are easy, they're descriptive. Emojis are supposed to display a thing. They are mini images. Mm -hmm. They are made to display a thing. And so, 100%. And Apple, with theirs, and this isn't just a shout out Apple, because I'm sure the other ones do it, but I don't know, because I don't have Android or whatever. But iOS 15 has added 43, I think, new emojis. And they, like, if you, they were like, 200 emojis now? If you can't tell a story or send a message with 200 emojis, you're doing it wrong. And also, if emojis were the only way to communicate, they'd make more. I'm going to set you a challenge. Oh, here we go. I would like for your next post, whether it be on Motivational Moments, yeah. on your account at jez.jpeg, yeah. uh, or on our account, yeah. is a hot dog a sandwich, or is a hot dog a pod, which yeah. is our Instagram account, yeah. to make a caption using only emojis. All right, cool. So after this, after this, that's what I'm going to do. Uh, I'm going to post... If Okay, here's the thing. Guys, first one, first person to hear this episode right here right now this moment hear this and to go back to the post which will be posted between now and the time of posting um and to and to decipher the caption yes to decipher the caption will win something and we're going to shout you out next week and you're gonna it's gonna be a nice surprise for you so right now go back to our instagram account is a hot dog a pod decipher the code <laughs> post it on your story with the de- deciphering and we will Give you a shout out. One in the next episode, give you a shout out on our account. And three, there's got, we've got a surprise for you. Yeah, a surprise. I like the surprise. Yeah, 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 yeah. So for me, I, I really like your explanation of emojis. I love the emojis. And I love representing all of the different flags through emojis as well. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I, I'm going to make an, a case for not texting at all. Okay. Whether I fully entirely am sold into it or bought into it or not, I'll, I'll decide at the end of my point. Um, I think that there are so many emotions that can be lost in emojis sometimes but also in just text formatting yeah. so I would happily lose text and pick up the phone and call someone and have that experience I, I, I think especially with lockdown in the last year that face to face with another human being has been so useful in one detracting the distance feeling the distance uh, detracting the distance that you feel um, and also kind of uh, having a proper catch up feeling human so I would rather I think pick up the phone than create potential confusion. I couldn't imagine texting, for example, someone a little bit less savvy, maybe like my auntie um, or my grandma when she was uh, alive, mm-hmm. and to be like, oh, happy face, happy face, sad face, da 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 da, because. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> you're emoji in grime now. This is what we do. When you start that. Um, I think there would be some people that completely get it. Yep. Gen Z, shout out to all of you Gen Z listeners out gang, there, gang. would instantly be like, oh, I can understand that. Anyone older than, I'm going to say 50 now, might not get it. So they might be like, can you just pick up the phone and call me? Yeah. Or they'll send back question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark. Yeah. And that will be the end of the conversation. Um, but honestly, I don't really have much more to say. I think just a phone call is nice. If you haven't phoned anyone, phone your family, friends, or someone close to you and just give them a call. It's lovely. Yeah, I genuinely agree. And answer the phone with waving emoji, smiley face, question mark, and see how they respond. Uh, that was fantastic. And we'd love to know what you, go, what you guys think. Don't forget, caption competition, get decipher the emojis. Final question, and it's funny because this actually is quite similar to the first question you've answered. You've asked, but in a different way. Okay. And, and, and it goes to, to a different place, so that's fine. But when you asked, I was like, oh, it's just a bit close. Uh, so it's, it's so interesting where our brains both go. But would you rather live through a zombie apocalypse or an alien invasion? Ooh. Would you rather live through a zombie apocalypse or an alien invasion? So zombie apocalypse like uh, Zombieland, which is a great movie we watched recently. Movie. Um, like uh, World War Z with Brad Pitt, which I think is an incredible movie in its own right. It's probably the best zombie movie ever, in my opinion, but it's up there. Or even we saw Marvel zombies from the What If series very recently. That's true. So those are the examples I'd say for, for a zombie apocalypse. But then you've got uh, War of the Worlds, as far as an alien invasion. <laughs> right, which you just mentioned, Independence Day. Uh, all of those things. So what... What are you going for, bro? What are you trying to live through? Oh, my, I'm living for a hard time, bro. That's one thing for You are stressed regardless of the answer. I feel like I'd rather deal with something that is Earth-bound. Even if it's like an alien virus that finds its way to Earth mm. and infects the minds of people, I think that zombies are easier to deal with than alien technology. Yeah. So with the zombies... I'm really hoping I get Shaun of the Dead zombies rather than World War Z zombies. Because they're Cause, serious. Because yeah, the, the Shaun of the Dead zombies they kind of limp over yeah. and they're not much of a threat. You can close the doors and lock up and buckle down and yeah. you'll be fine. Yeah. Um, they also, I think, found the, the outcome of the virus really quickly. Mm-hmm. And with the pandemic, I'm going to use that as an example, we found the cause of it and we were able to solve the problem in a year and a bit. Mm-hmm. Whilst things are still kind of ongoing, but... Um, we were able to get on top of things because it was just a common virus. Whereas these aliens could have the most incredible contraptions and just snap us out of existence yeah. and death star us. They could be like, you know what? Give us all of your land and be our slaves or we're going to do whatever we want. Or you're finished. Yeah. Um, and zombies can't have that. Zombies can't press the panic button and they can't explode the whole world. So I feel like zombies I can deal with. And I feel like after watching Zombieland with you the other day, yeah. they go around just like whacking zombies yeah. and like shooting their heads off. And it's, it makes zombie killing look really, really fun. Yeah. And they even have like a social media thing where they, they have a, the zombie killer kill of the week. Of the week. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I feel like after a while, after I've become desensitised to all of it, that might be a fun thing to engage in. <laughs> as well as we can go Twinkie hunting together. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. I was going to be like, the highlight of living in a zombie world would be trying to find the last few Twinkies in existence. <laughs> Because they are sweet goodness that will run out, will have a sell-by date, regardless of uh, an eat-by, a use-by date, regardless of what the people say. Um, I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that partially. Mm -hmm. But I'm thinking of an alien invasion, and I thought of an alien invasion just now that may change my mind. Okay. Because 
I'm thinking of Avatar. And yeah. technically, the humans going to the, that planet, Pandora, Pandora yeah. they're aliens. They're aliens invading the Navi's land, right? Mm. And so what happens in that, obviously, it's a bad time to start with. Yeah. And, and uh, James Cameron has got four more movies coming of the Avatar. So I don't know this alien invasion is over yet. But at the end of the first movie, spoiler alert for Avatar, if you haven't seen it from, what, 13 years ago, is... You know, the aliens come, they're trying to steal this inobtainium, which is a dumb name for a material. Um, and they're trying to kind of connect with the, the Navi, the native people, to, uh, to take their land uh, and take the inobtainium. But the Navi fight them off using the, their own knowledge of the land, the, the, the species around them to help, right? And their connectedness to the, to the earth. And they fight them off and they disappear. But then some of the people who come from the alien vision, the cool ones get to hang. You know, they're like, oh, you guys are okay. You get to still chill and can stay with us. And I feel like that kind of an alien invasion, yeah. we can handle that. And then we're just back to normal. And we've got some cool ass aliens to kick it as well. Like, some of the apocalypse is cool and all because, you know, kill of the week and all that. But, <laughs> but if I get to fight off an alien invasion, become like a hero. Yeah. And we've now got some cool aliens with alien technology to, to, to grow with. So you I mean, want some soft aliens that have like a little bit more technical knowledge. Yeah. But not knowledge over the kind of lay of the land. Yeah. And they don't know how dogs work, so they instantly become scared of dogs and cats. Exactly. That. And then cats decide to become the rulers of uh, ancient Egypt and the rest of the world. Shout out to cats, first of all. This is, that was a shout I didn't know I was going to make today, but shout out to cats. Yes. Yeah, I'm here for that. I'm here for turning the earth into a, a warrior people. Shout out to the London Warriors. To a warrior people who fought off this battle together to unite everybody in the, on the planet because we went for this joint alien invasion together yeah. bring, and will herald in a new time of peace and unity and hopefully love and you know I've got main character syndrome so I was the person who ran the show you know? <laughs> <laughs> okay. uh, what has been your favourite would you rather of the day oh that's a great question that is a that is a really good question I like the first one I like the first one because it it, it, it showed me one uh, object in two concepts and to differentiate is is subtle but is meaningful and that might be a message of life how do you differentiate two very subtly different things and pull meaning from it so i'd say that one what about yourself i enjoyed the main character one and now it's got me thinking which would i rather be a side character in and could i exist as a side character mm. because i feel like they're often used as kind of a bit of cannon fodder and sacrifice that i feel like Either world is going to be very interesting for that. Yeah. Um, it's been really fun to discuss these with Rewrivers and we've got so many more that we'd love to share with you guys. So please, if you do like the format of this episode, uh, drop us a like, drop us a comment, DM us. I am reading them constantly. I'm getting back to them and it's wonderful to hear your thoughts. Shout out to America and shout out to our listeners this week in Taiwan. Shout out to our listeners in Taiwan. We recognise you. And that is... I think the end of the podcast. That's a very good way to end the podcast. Yeah. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next week. Peace. Peace.